0: And now live from the shadow of America's mountain this is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Welcome to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I'm your host Heath and with me as always my amazing
1: co-host Michael. Michael, how you doing? That's right, Heath. Just two more segments added to our blooper reel, and I'm doing great. <laughs> that is great.
0: And before we get into today's show, I just want to get a few things out the way. First and foremost, thank you to Rachel Storm and Destiny Music for the music that is playing below us today, because indeed, God is doing a new thing. Unless you've been living under a rock and you haven't paid attention, trust me, things are happening. Jesus real. God is moving. Things are happening, guys. And we are excited to announce that there is new merch in the rmr and waymaker merch store that's right we added some new t-shirts yeah there's some new cups coming and a couple more t-shirt designs so check out shop.rmrr.live for that merch and while you're online perusing things swing on over to rmrr.live for all the latest information updates about the show there is of course a contact us form to submit feedback comments suggestions to be a guest recommend a guest heck we don't care if you need to communicate with us use that form and if you need prayer there are two ways for us to partner with you in prayer the first of course is the prayer request form on the website and we would love to pray with you guys or you may write us at prayer at rmr.live while you're on the website of course be sure to check out the link tree link which gets you to all the socials and all the fun things and for our youtube and rumble folks please make sure to like and subscribe because again that helps us help you have a better show and we want to have better shows for sure and of course follow us on facebook for additional content and information that i don't always post to the website and if you like the show's content feel let like to donate to us there are links to do so on the website the show description below and for those watching they're going to be on your screen all right let's get into it we have another amazing show for you today and today's episode is titled jude a jesus perspective part five that's right part five and if you like today's show, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family, your coworkers, because sharing is caring. That's right, guys. Sharing is caring. But before we get into today's show, we do have some advertisements, don't we, Michael? We sure
1: do. Hey, Kenzie, this one's for you. RMRR and Waymaker Ministries have now partnered with Heath's good friend, Kenzie, over at With Love Custom Crafts. Love Custom Crafts is a Christian-owned small business. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Check. Her products are primarily focused towards women. That's pretty cool. That is cool. The company tagline reads, creating custom quality items at affordable prices. All made with love.
0: And that they are made with love. So be sure to check out withlovecustomcrafts.com. And when you place that order at a note, tell Kinsey that I said, Hey, and with that, ByteTag, guys, we've talked about this for a while. You guys know we've been partnering with ByteTag for a hot minute. ByteTag, of course, is the safest and most advanced pet tag on the market. It allows you to create a personal profile for you and your pet. When scanned, you're going to get a notification that your pet's ID has been scanned. It's also going to give the scan, and again, this is our only hang-up with ByteTag, guys. This should not be an option. It should just be automatic in our opinion, but that's just our opinion, not ByteTag. But it will give the, the scanner the option of notifying the pet's owner that the pet has been found, and the tag, of course, uses GPS tracking to notify you, the owner, of your pet's location. There is, of course, no monthly or annual service or subscription fees, which is amazing, because the last thing we need is another subscription, right? And, of course... ByteTag puts your privacy first. ByteTag is truly the last pet tag you are ever going to need. And as an added bonus, when you use discount code RMRR15, that code again is RMRR15, you're going to get a 15% discount off your purchase price. <laughs> and make sure, guys, to check out the ByteTag slide, which attaches directly to your pet's collar. With the ByteTag slide, there's zero risk of it getting caught on objects while playing or moving around. It's right there, so there's no dingly, noises or jangly noises or anything like that it's safe and secure on your pet's collar so make sure to check out shop.bytetag.co i think that's the url but either way it'll be
1: down below that's right heath with bite tag you won't be in hot pursuit <laughs> after your pet
0: that's good that was really good that was really really good hey so this next commercial uh redemption squad we happen to just love Zach and Melissa over at Redemption Squad Ministries. And you guys know that we we partner with them all the time uh, for evangelistic outings here in Colorado Springs. And we have not heard of anything going on the month of August because they're really focused on this whole big event that they're putting on September 2nd in Canyon City. And they're basically expecting this. It's like their first massive event, similar to kind of like... Um, Man, I don't even know how to describe it. There's going to be music. There's going to be prayer. There's going to be deliverance. There's going to be food. There's going to be all kinds of things. A big
1: um, block party yeah, basically, for the Lord. Yeah, basically.
0: Um, yeah. And it's going to run um, from 7 or 12, excuse me, 12 noon to 7 p.m. Like I said, there's going to be salvations, baptisms, testimonies, sermons, praise, worship, All kinds of things. And as a matter of fact, a special treat. It looks like at 6 p.m. Zach's going to get up and do a sermon that God gave him um, and do a final altar call, salvation call, uh, you know, uh, bringing people in. And so this sounds like it's going to be a great event. Uh, They've been working really hard to put this on. Uh, This event, by the way, is 100% free. Uh, but there is going to be you know donation things available, so you know you can uh, support this ministry and what they're doing. Um, there is going to be food, like I said, and so yeah, this is going to be a great time in Canyon City on September second to come out and just block party it up with the Lord and and to celebrate Him. And so yeah, just uh, spread the word, guys. September second, Canyon City.
1: Well, and I'd also say uh, Zach is a powerful evangelist. Uh, he moves in signed wonders and miracles, and I don't know if all of our listeners are exactly queued up, well, especially our local listeners. I don't know if all our local listeners are and, and uh viewers are queued up on that. But right. he really it like as he has a no he has no problem doing what Mario Morello does. I'll just flat out say it. Right. So
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I wanted so, yeah. to
1: endorse Zach.
0: I appreciate you doing that. So make sure to check out uh, Redemption Squad website. That's going to be on your screen and in the description down below to get information. There's also some contact information if you want to contact Zach and Melissa on maybe how you you got some free time on the second you want to volunteer. I know they're still looking for some help. Uh, You can reach out to them for for that as well. I know they have, um, I can't remember the final number that they gave the other day, but there were several hundred people signed up to help and they were still looking for more. Um, So this is going to be a huge a huge event down there in Canyon City. So we're excited for them and look forward to hearing all the amazing testimonies and praise reports that come out of this uh, block party for Jesus. Yes. 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 <laughs>
1: hey. Horses. Valentine cover shoes.
0: <laughs> that was a jump. But all right, I'll take it. Valentine cover shoes.
1: <laughs> hey, horses wear shoes.
0: Oh, okay. I see what you did there. Good job.
1: Uh, Valentine cover shoes. Guys valentine <laughs> comfort shoes uh, yeah like why why have you not experienced the plush sensation of running in a set of booting up in a set of <laughs> speaking of block party some of you guys need to enjoy a block party from valentine comfort shoes you need to get a little extension you need a block right. party on your feet
2: Right. Well, well and it's
1: not. That's just all possible. But bounce like ever shoes. Heath.
0: Shoes and boots and uh, slides and flip flops and crocs and hiking shoes. Like they have it all, and they yeah. are highly recommended around the state of Colorado. So all of our Colorado Springs and. Denver Pueblo people that we know listen every week and we thank you for that don't know why you haven't been to Valentine Comfort Shoes yet for especially back to school shopping because hello that's like right now so you should head on down uh, see Sean and Amy at Valentine Comfort Shoes pick up some back to school shoes some back to work shoes uh, hiking shoes whatever you need and yeah. get some prayer while you're there too because they'd love to pray for you so check out and
1: also athletes you yeah. know young and old athletes alike you know with hey varsity athletes you know, school starting. You're at practice. You need to get off your uh, workout shoes. You need to get out your get out of your cleats. Uh, they have like the most comfortable sandals called Ufos. If, ufos? Ooh, I think I put a little accent on that. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Um, ufos? Yes, they're Greek. The Greek sandals. No, I don't know, but they're really comfortable. And um, I have a pair. And man, if I had these in high school. Oh, my God. If I had these in semi-pro ball, wow, they are comfortable. And you can get out of your your, uh, athletic gear and put those on and dry out a bit, you know, or go to the shower or whatever. Right. And they're that comfortable. So, anyway, those are over at Valentine Cover Shoes also. And um, they're one of those American companies you want to stay around. Like, they create community in a community.
0: So Exactly. So, Valentine Cover Shoes is where your feet... Your ankles, your knees, your back are going to find relief. Check out the link on your screen and down below. Um, I believe it is valentinecovershoes.com, but don't quote me on that because, you know, I don't have that note in front of me. I should know it by now, though, right? I should know that by now. Sorry, No, Sean we're always
1: Amy. moving around in comfort with Valentine That's right. shoes That's to true. Really, I don't know.
0: Get right.
1: fixed position.
0: That's right. I don't have time to memorize websites when we're we're sliding around in our Valentine comfort shoot slides. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So, with that, guys, why don't we dive in today? As I mentioned earlier, the title of today's show is Due to Jesus Perspective Part 5, and we are continuing in where we left off. I know it's been a couple weeks. We had... couple-week break, though, that we really hadn't planned on um, due to some scheduling things. I was out the first week uh, receiving some deliverance, which we're going to talk about on this show uh, as we move forward, the need for deliverance in your life. And then last week, we, we, we got together. We were getting ready to record, and, uh, well, gee, the Lord had a different idea. And so we wound up ministering to a friend of ours, and, and that was a lot longer than we expected. So we apologize for the, the absence. But Heath, we're a ministry. So we, we are a ministry, minister. so it would make Even sense. Even if we're not filming it. That's right. You know, if, we should
1: get that one on film, guys. Hey, if you guys want ministry, you know, you want to be on film, just let us know. <laughs> right, exactly. We no, did. no, it was, it was powerful. It needed <laughs> it to was. happen. It was. We it needed it. to
0: happen. So we've had a, a couple week break. Plus we had, I think, from Jude Part 4, we also had the Mario, um, you know, teaching in there as well that we did so we've had like three weeks away from jude so we're back to uh back in with part five we're excited to be here we left off at verse 17 and that's actually where we're going to pick up today uh because there there was a shift as you may recall uh from the text you know kind of going from a uh a correction so to speak to a to a shift in in how um this letter was being uh addressed and the direction it was being taken so um I'm just going to, I'll give you verse 17, and then we'll just start the teaching there for you. But dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. Matter of fact, I'm going to do 18. They said to you, in the last times, there will be scoffers who will follow their own own ungodly desires and if you don't know that is a call back to second peter 3 3 uh where there was a warning about the last times and what people were going to start looking like uh what the society was going to start looking like and if you've been paying attention
1: (laughs) kind of scary (laughs) Uh, i agree yeah i thought Uh, you might yeah and 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 i just love the, t- the title of the series really fits the passages we're going to go over today um, because <sighs> it's Jude, a Jesus perspective, meaning thank God for his little brother. We get more insight on Jesus. Right. So um, and you'll see what we're talking about down below. But I just I love the title for this set of passages here. We are going for the rest of the book tonight. Mm. However, as you may be aware, um, this is. PGP style between Heath and I. So that's prophetic gathering play style. So if the spirit leads, we will follow. So,
0: um, so I hope you'd know that by now too, by the way, we hope that's not a surprise that like, Oh, they follow the Holy spirit. No, you should know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I love the first two words of 17 Heath. Uh, it says, but you, and guys, isn't it obvious you're a, but you in someone's life. Mm. Like God thought of you in this person's life and in this person's hour of need, and instead of but God, God said about you, but you. You know, because we like saying but God. You know, oh, it was a but God moment, right? Oh, and it sure was a but God moment. But then the Lord's like going, yeah, well, good, good, okay, yeah, but you. <laughs> he well, says, but you well, when we say but God, <laughs>
0: right? Well, but that's the thing too, though, that that God tends to show up with a but somebody else. Acting on his behalf, and so yeah. it's not out of out of any kind of context to be like, but so and so. Even though we all know it's but God doing it, so I think that yeah. tie in there is 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 really important as well.
1: Yeah, and then the next word is beloved, right? So the proper but you um, context is that you're beloved. Okay, so and as we as as Jude kind of spells out this, uh, thank God we're at the but you right. It's a complete total shift of. Uh, uh you know ready aim fire it's a completely different shift from what we have been discussing in this series and what jude thank god was able to pin down in the inspiration of the holy spirit uh but you beloved yeah that's your context but you yeah yeah you do have a role to play in this person's life beloved and you're Mm -hmm. beloved in the midst of that god you know you're, you're beloved by uh great church leadership like jude was you're beloved by god himself you know so that's a great context for you okay uh, someone needs to hear that tonight i mean yeah actually
0: I want to jump in yeah. really quick. So yeah, when, when you actually look at the Greek word for this, the biblical usage of this word beloved means esteemed or dear mm. or favorite. And this is my favorite, worthy of love. So you who are beloved, you are held in a higher regard. You're esteemed, you're a favorite, and you're worthy of love. And that mm. is just like, ooh, right there. Sorry.
1: Mm. <laughs> and and that's great, Heath, because in context, we're it's going to say similar things here in just a moment. Right. Um, It's almost like that was prophetic. Almost. Mm. Okay. Um, (laughs) But you, beloved, ought to remember the words. And isn't that something we ought to do, guys? We ought to remember the blessings of our parents or the prophetic words you know from a pastor or a minister um we ought to keep that in context of us being uh, beloved and as a tool for when we have those but you moments okay well actually uh, i'm going to interject go again sorry um okay, so going.
0: so you know i i want to just give a a little tip to our to our listening audience and viewing audience that that any of these words that are spoken over you that you've had prophetically spoken or even these these moments where you were like God I need something right now I need your help I need your deliverance I need your whatever and God showed up you know make sure that you're writing those down and you can reference those then later when you're coming under attack and you're like I'm in the middle of a storm I'm having a hard time uh praising I'm having a hard time praying I'm having a hard time remembering why I'm even worthy of you doing anything with me, Lord. You can pull out these notes and you can have it right there that God said, I am his beloved and God healed this in my life. God brought me out of this. God delivered financially here. God did these things. This word was spoken over me. That word was spoken over me. And again, that should give you some strength and encouragement to help again, combat whatever's going on in the storm. So take note of these things. You know These times that God shows up because we're supposed to have a grateful heart. And we've done several teachings on gratitude uh, through ministry moments and other things uh, here on the, broadcast and and gratitude is certainly a way to honor the Lord and draw closer to the Lord reminding, you know, you and him of, hey, thank you for providing for me today. Thank you for, you know, the roof over my head, the clothes on my back, the you know, all the things. When we come from a place of gratitude, it's much easier for us to show and exhibit the heart and the love of Jesus. And so, you write these things down. Use them as a as a a memory place if you need to for um for that encouragement in your own life. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, and to addition to what you're saying, we recently had the uh, uh, honor, pleasure, uh, privilege of anointing um, two very godly people uh, in the spirit and at the Lord's command, and anointing them as prophets. Okay. Now, I don't say that lightly. Uh, that was that was on the agenda, and it was accompanied with signs, wonders, and miracles. So, so there was that. Right. But but in context of this teaching right now in Jude, they took that seriously. They journaled that. They talked about that. And you know what God did? He stacked. He stacked the experiences with dreams. He stacked the touch uh, of the Holy Spirit in a heavy, mighty, fiery way with more, with more in the word of God. And and let's go back to that. More in the word of God. Guys, the word of God is alive. It's active. Yes. It's breathing. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Okay. It pierces between joint marrow, soul, and spirit. Multi-dimensional, right. and it slices down uh, times two in both directions. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, we come away uh, from the word blessed, you know, and happy and joyful. And Oh God, that was a delicious meal. Sometimes you walk away from the Bible in ribbons and you need some yep. band-aids. You, sometimes you bring the box of band-aids going to the Bible. Okay. Right. So, but it is so important, especially in these days with, I'm going to say an infiltration of AI. Okay, in a day where even Christians are making AI their their own profit for hire, um, it is so important that we go to the Word of God. Yes, that we become so familiar with the Word of God that it's a it's an active weapon in our lives, a testing weapon in our lives. Uh, one of my favorite words, prophetic words from Graham Cook, and he uh, helped me. I'm trying to give this one justice, man. So yeah. let me let me pause for dramatic effect. Uh, he says. He says, um, uh, he's describing a scenario where a woman desired, a, uh, or a man or whatever, desire, desired a uh, prophetic word from him. He's a minister. And, and Graham says, oh, yeah, I do have a prophetic word. The Lord just, he just, you know, he told me. He says, read your Bible. <laughs> 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 and he's Welsh. So that was my right. attempt at Welsh. So, it was, it was um, no, it's, it's accurate, though, because read your Bible, okay? Right. Um, and, 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 and do it in community and do it all by yourself, you know, and do it in the prayer closet in the community of the Holy Spirit, but do it and read it and, and ask questions. And, and so anyway, here's Jude emphasizing another, just what we said, watch this, but you beloved ought to be, ought to remember the words that were spoken. We're still in 17 that were spoken beforehand by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. It's important. That's source. That's proximity. That's relationship. That's Eyewitness account, uh, accompanied with signs, wonders, and miracles, and that's what you guys are, right? Uh, the the one we're key supposed word you to be eyewitnesses was oh, go dis- ahead.
0: disciple, disciple. I think mm-hmm. that I think mm-hmm. that word is important to tie into this context because yeah. that relationship, and we've talked about it a ton before, um, how important yeah. it is to disciple, either be in a season where you're being discipled or disciple someone. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, again, in that context, these guys were Jesus's closest friends the Jews referencing right now, by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. These are the people that knew him best. They had all of the firsthand accounts of what happened with Jesus in his time on earth. And so there there is important context in the source of where these words that you're to remember are coming from.
1: Right. Yeah. Proximity. And and they desired to be disciples uh, when he was gone. And he said as much. You know, he says, it's a good thing that I'm going to go. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit and he'll lead you in all truth, you know, and, and, and also he's going to be your counselor. And also he's going to, uh, you know, remind you of everything that I ever taught you. And, uh, John 14, 26, when it was, when he says that, but I want to bring this up because when they were, you know, commissioned off as apostles and they, and they, you know, in Acts two, they get that power. Right. And, and they, there's a lot of cool things going on in Acts two. I encourage you to read that and find out more about that. Um, but They desired his presence and his leading um, even more so. They were always disciples of him. And that's us. You know, Um, no matter where God takes you in the faith, uh, no matter what he calls you, no matter what he has you do, no matter what he doesn't have you do, we're always going to be disciples. So I just want to emphasize that also. Um, 18. Wow. (laughs) Uh, 18. That they were saying to you in the last time, there shall be mockers. So these... These apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ, an emergent move in the earth, these apostles of Lord Jesus Christ, they were saying to you in the last time, "There going be mockers, there shall be mockers, following after their own ungodly lusts. So mockers and lusting, one in the same, a fruit that translates a fruit. And what's interesting is we're about to see a, a attribute of Jesus translate an attribute of Jesus. So here in verse 18, we have a fruit that when, when maybe this fruit is around, maybe this other fruit is around. Okay. Um, So mocking and lust. I love how it says ungodly lust, Heath. Right. It's an ungodly pursuit, you know? Um, uh, uh, It's also an ungodly pursuit, you know, anything put above God, right? That's, that's a God. Um, um, Even the desire to put something above God makes it a God. It doesn't necessarily mean it has to be there, you know? doesn't necessarily mean it has to be in that person's eyes, you know, above God, but the push to get it there is still a lust, you know. Does that make sense, Heath? Like what do you yeah. think about that?
0: Yeah, no, it makes total sense. Um basically right. it's it's whatever, um whatever it is that that has not been deemed as is a righteous way of living or a holy way of living. Like it's, you know, really submitting to the things of the world and not following God. And so, and th- that could be anything that could be um, <clears throat> any kind of wickedness, any kind of, you know, lust, you know, in the flesh, it could be any kind of, you know, idol worship from money to, you know, movie stars or music stars or whatever. Like there's lots of ways that you could define ungodly for the present age, but of course they still translate just as much to, to back then.
1: Mm. Okay, 19 and 20 are, it's, it's very interesting here. And that was really good. Thank you, Keith. These are, so 19, verse 19, Jude, more identification, right? Precise identification. Jude has no problem precisely identifying people here. I love it. Right. Um, these are the ones who cause divisions. Hmm. Okay, so the, they're divisive. By the way, divination, like like the the cultic you know uh practice of divination is a device it is divisive okay uh these are ones who cause divisions right worldly minded devoid of the holy spirit okay i want to touch on worldly minded real quick um there is a discernment problem in the church these days uh of, of of worldly wisdom and godly wisdom at some point they want to blur it or it's like a it's like a deception push from the enemy to blur the kind of that intersection between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom and heath. Tell me where that intersection is at. Where is that division line at? Or deception line at? Where's the Decepticon? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's really in the those who are operating the spirit and those who are not. Um and, and I'm sorry, and I'm not I I, I I segued because I was actually looking at this whole uh that whole word of um mm. Oh, what, where'd it go? I just had it. Worldly minded. Uh, worldly, worldly minded. Um, and so yeah. if you look that up in the concordance, that really translates to, uh, in comparison to behaving like beasts, like animals. Oh wow! And I was like, okay, that got real. Um, Jude's not messing around at this point. Um, no. to to call people out as as behaving like animals so he's like
1: they're He's like. like we have a human being here made... Yeah, there, where are my hands? We have a human being here made in the image of God, right? There. Well, these. a human being made in the image of God. Now, right. Jews like, monkey. <laughs> Carnal, monkey, <Right>. human. <laughs> that's really good. So, okay, that's amazing because the difference between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom is human being, monkey. Right. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. But my question still remains. what What is a and we've heard it in the church you know what is a deception blur of line area where worldly wisdom and godly wisdom try and like get friendly
0: well that's in like everything nowadays <laughs> in reality um where the the world's telling you okay um you know there's more than one gender but the bible says you know there's two and, and keep because going. Of the world because of the world view we we as Christians should be should be loving, you know, the other two hundred and what is it two hundred twenty identified genders now on that one site, um, and so we should be loving and tolerant and all these things. Yet. Uh, and if you're not, then you're canceled and you're, you know, shunned because you're some kind of weird freak who's has a different opinion than everybody else's. Yet the Bible clearly says man and woman, that's it. There aren't any more. Um, even when it comes to animals, there's males and females, you know, cows, horses, sheep, pig, goats, doesn't matter. Male, female, there aren't multiples. And so that that worldview comes along and tries to muddle the word of God or um, impact certain paths to where they're um, maybe eliminating pieces of the Bible that they're teaching because, again, they want to be the friendly pastor or the pastor that's not, you know, goading their goading their sheep along or, you know, wants the happy joy messages and, and instead doesn't want to speak truth or accountability for what the word actually says. And so I, I look at the difference here and really, um, again, I'm, I I go back to my original answer and, and it really is those that are chasing after Jesus that have the Holy Spirit in them versus those who do not. Um, the There are blinders on, and sorry, not sorry for the harsh talk, but like, it's a truth in our world right now. There's a lot of people, you know, even Christians who are not following the word of God, that they're picking and choosing to give you happy, fluffy sermons to make you feel good about yourself that aren't holding you accountable to the word. And so for me, that's, that's where I'm seeing the differences and kind of that, those things coming together to try to mush the two beliefs to make everybody happy, but that's not the intent.
1: Yeah, no, that's really good. I'm glad you expanded on that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do in the same spirit. I'm gonna go a little bit of a different direction. Okay. Um. I'm gonna talk about a deception going on, and the playing field is money.
2: Oh yes.
1: Yes, because um, for some reason, worldly wisdom and godly wisdom with money. It, it likes to sound christianese. Uh the worldly wisdom side with money likes to sound christianese, right? They like to say, "Oh, you know, this is a wise decision with your money. This is a safe decision with your money," right? Right. Um yeah, was it safe for Judas to be the money guy?
0: <laughs> nope.
1: Nope. And Jesus made that call. At least he was the boss. Right. Boss enough to keep on letting that thing happen. <laughs> Jesus wasn't verily, uh, very uh very barely. King James, Jesus wasn't uh, uh, very wise, worldly wise, to let the thief keep on handling the money box. But he was wise, though. Yes. Um. So, so there's like this. It's almost like a. I mean, Mammon, the god of Mammon, and and Jesus, Mammon tries to sound like Jesus with money. It's just a deception, though. Mammon right. will bind you up. It'll stop you from discipling. It'll stop you from going to church. It'll stop you from spending time. Okay. Mammon binds you up, gags you, ducks tape duck duct tape duct tapes you to yeah. your own wall in your own house, and then tries to lynch you because it will kill you. <clears throat> Worshipping money will kill you. Yes. It is in a it is it a long, elaborate chain smoker suicide note. <laughs> yeah. And, yes, it is. and I, I want to be vivid with that because it's true. There's so many Christians thinking they're wise of their money and they're gagged and about to fall in a noose in their own house, thinking they'll be debt free. <laughs> right. Jesus didn't die for our financial freedom. It's nowhere in the Bible, like ever. He didn't die for our financial freedom, and that's actually one of my favorite um, uh, teachings and phrases from my my mentor. (laughs) He would say this all the time. I'm so thankful for that tradition. Um, Jesus did not die for our financial freedom, but you know, you might die on that hill, uh, and it's not the hill to die on. No, it's not. Okay, wait. Have we? Have we? we, Yeah. What do you think about that? Have we made ourselves clear?
0: know, I want to jump in here really quick because the Holy Spirit yeah, just smacked for. me as you were talking, and so I feel mm. <laughs> I feel very led to thank speak you, on Lord. this. Thank um, you, thank Lord you, Lord, for that. So, <laughs> you know, you you said something that you know Jesus wasn't wise, but he was wise, and here's here's the thing that that really like immediately like lit up and highlighted for me: the fact that Jesus knew the kind of man that Judas was. That he was stealing right out from under his nose, thinking he How was getting away with God. stuff, but he knew. And so, so the point that I want to make is that Jesus meets you where you're at, in Ooh. your brokenness, in your sin, in your whatever. He still loves you. Yeah, I mean, if you look at this, uh, you know, he he called Judas, knowing the kind of man he was, knowing he was going to steal from him, knowing he was going to betray him, all this stuff, and yet Jesus still called him. He wow. chose him to walk with him. You know, and and you'd think from a worldly view that was a horrible decision, but but the thing about Jesus is He sees you where you're at. He sees your heart. He sees your suffering. He sees your pain. He sees your torment. He sees your love. He sees your kindness. He sees your grace. He sees it all, and He's going to meet you wherever you're at. You know, and so um, I I just really in that. Um, I, I just feel the Holy Spirit all over this right now that, you know, Jesus knows all your stuff. And, and, and as another side tangent to this, you know, for the folks that are, that are clamoring, and I've been working on a teaching on this, been clamoring for revival, you know, and they're showing up on Sundays and, you know, chanting and worshiping and praying. But then, you know, Monday through Saturday, they're going out and living a different kind of life. You can't expect God to show up if you're living on Sunday this way, but Monday through Saturday, you're living another way. God knows God you're not hiding anything from him you're not hiding nothing nothing Ooh, powerful nothing you're not hiding anything he knows and jesus knew what judas was doing and still still guys still chose to love him still chose to call him in still chose to walk with him knowing full well what was going to happen at the end of the story he made that choice which tells me that he loves you regardless of what you're in regardless of what season you're in whether you're in addiction whether you're struggling with finances whether you're struggling with abuse or whatever mental health whatever the stuff is he knows Mm -hmm. and he's there for you he He's calling you in. Mm. He's got to listen, and you got to say, "I've had enough. I need help." And guess what? He's right there next to you. He's going to help you. I'm so thankful we took
1: this tangent. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Uh To capitalize, if I mean, if I don't say this either, I mean, you know, to capitalize on what, and in full agreement with Heath, Heath is saying, um, you know, you're preaching revival lifestyle, and and it's a struggle during the week. Well, one, it's it's supposed to be to live revival it's intense but but God would back you here's what here's what my god would back you here's why god would back you the whole Bible you read the whole Bible there's the say it and then there's the do it right there's the read it and then there's the do it there's you know the read it and the faith it right and um so that's Christianity I mean if you're pro- proclaiming something um, it needs to come from where God has you um it needs to be something you own uh we we say it like this we, around here we don't really Minister outside of ourselves, so you better get God in you, (laughs) so you can minister something to people, so you can administer your Jesus to people, and He holds you accountable for the Jesus that you have, uh, the portion you have of Him. Heath, Heath, anything else?
0: You know, I. This is yet another interesting thing I've I've got to say. So. I I'm going to here's you know your second recommendation from me today. Um look up the Deliverance map for Isaiah Saldivar's Deliverance folks and yes. if you're struggling with stuff go get some Deliverance. I'm gonna tell you it's not an easy process having been there done that got the t-shirt. Um but it is so 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 worth it to go through they the process. Merch? Well, I we could do merch. I mean, <laughs> you know, um, but but the point is um It's not always easy facing your demons and facing the things you struggle with and facing your your past sins and transgressions and your unforgiveness and all those things. But I can tell you what you wind up having an incredible experience in the process, or at least I did. Um, and my experience might be unique. And and I'm gonna I, okay, I've I've I'm supposed to share this now, so we're just gonna sidetrack from Jude for a moment, kids. Yeah. Um. So so I went two weeks ago, as I mentioned at the top of the, the broadcast, and was was talking about how we went through a deliverance session. Well, the reason being, the following weekend, um, I was installed a leadership into a, a church plant here in town that we're going to Amazing Church, and a, as part of their Their process, you have to go through deliverance, and you you fill out a packet and you you go through these things. Um, and it 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 is painful and uncomfortable when when uh, demons and being cast out of you and strongholds are being broken and chains are being loosed. But the other side of that is, before it even started, we're sitting there in this little triangle. I've got a pastor on each side of me, and Pastor Tiffany looks up and she says, "Whoa." She stands up, throws her chair over onto the bed because we're in this little downstairs room. And she's like, okay, we got to be standing for this. I'm like, what? She's like, I saw the Lord walk in the room all like big and buffed up and puffy like he was getting ready to kick some major butt. And I'm like, all right. Then I felt him touch me. And I can tell you that in my experience in life, I have never felt something like that before in my life. The touch. And, and again, I've been touched by the Lord several times, but this was completely different, um, completely new. And there was so much love and grace and compassion in that touch that I can't even do it justice with words. But wait, there's more. So we, we're we not even ready to get started yet. We're just still kind of pre-praying. And, and all of a sudden, I start seeing Jesus 2,000 years ago, taking these beatings, every beating he was taking he did that for me like it was it was a personal experience this time you know because i've said a hundred billion times before you know how much jesus loves you and he took all these beatings for you he died on the cross for you but like never really had the I, i don't know i had the awareness for me but it was a totally different thing this night so i saw every beating he took and the love he had for me for all of my sins all of my mistakes all of my everything the good and the bad he took it all right then and then I got to see a visual of him on the cross um, right as his sides being pierced and him having so much pain and so much hurt in his human body, but so much love in his heart for me right before he's saying on the cross, you know, forgive them. They don't know what they do. Like this is the moment I'm seeing. And I got to tell you guys, it completely and totally wrecked me. I had to, i looked at Pastor Brand. I said, okay, we got to pause right now. Like I need a couple minutes, like regroup. Because like the emotions were so overwhelming, the feeling was so overwhelming of of his love for me in that moment, and and to to have that realization and that um, revelation of Jesus's love, knowing us, you know, two thousand years ago, the love he has for Michael and Ethan and Lillian and anybody you know, for you our listener, for you our viewer, um, there's no words I can I've been able to find on the planet that describe the amount of love that the Lord has for you, even in your brokenness, even in your sin, your addiction, whether it's alcohol or porn or drugs or whatever, he knows and he still loves you. He still wants that relationship with you. And that feeling that night broke me in such a way, but I am super grateful for it because now when I say God loves you, I know because I saw it, I felt it, it was overwhelming. I cried for 10 minutes, y'all. I cried because he loved me that much and made that experience on the cross, that personal for me, for you, for your roommate, for your, uh, your kid that doesn't talk to you for, you know, your mom, your dad, whatever he loves everybody that much so when i tell you there is freedom in jesus when i tell you there is healing in jesus when i tell you there is love in jesus i'm not just giving you empty words i am speaking 100,000 percent truth of what i know and what i've experienced in my life and i can tell you he loves you too So get deliverance, get healed, get broken free of your stuff because it's going to change your life in a way you don't even know. Yeah, you might have said yes to Jesus 20 years ago. You might have been water baptized. You might be going to church. You might be going to groups and hey, those things are great, but there's still things that weigh us down and you can be free from that. Find a deliverance minister. Get free. Get free, y'all, because he loves you. He loves you more than you know. Right. Yeah,
1: and Heath, and Heath and I pray right now that a strong, buff Jesus ready to go for you would manifest all of that in your life. And I find yes. that it was hilariously, amazingly, awesomely uh, apocalypsis. You had an apocalypsis of him. You had a revelation yes. of him. The strong, buff Jesus took you to the cross and showed you all that. That's amazing yes. to me. He emphasized in his strength that to you. Like, yes. Wow.
0: Right, but even have you now, ever thought of that? No, I actually I I, I thank you for that because like I I don't think I thought of it that way before. But even it's now, con- like-
1: everything you experienced was in context of that first vision of him like you know walk rocking walk stepping into the ring of deliverance with his deliverance ministers, Pastor Brandon, Pastor Tiffany, right? Re- you know, like Rocky Balboa, like ready to go. All right, let's go. I'm gonna take the hits, like because Rocky took the hits. Right. he sure
0: did and, and I tell you guys even talking about it right now two weeks later I'm still emotional like I can still feel like the outpouring of love when I talk about this situation like I can feel it so intently um, and it just brings me to tears because he truly does love me and you that much
1: so I think with all that jet fuel <laughs> here comes a really cool observation and and guys we this isn't a downshift this is a continuation of stacking on what Heath just ministered uh, to everyone um, we started off verse 17, but you. We started off with a but you moment, not a but God moment. Well, check this out. Verse 20, but you. So we got to compare them. We got to compare them. Let's go back to verse 17. But you, beloved, ought to remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. But you, beloved, building yourselves up. So you got to remember, but you, beloved, now we build ourselves up on your most holy faith praying in the holy spirit mm. so remember the words now build up in your most holy faith i i'd say what Heath just described in context is a most holy faith right i think a strong jesus i think i think of because holy means set apart holy means set apart and that experience of god for heath and that was before you know he's experiencing like Traumas being healed, uh, uh, unwanted uh, uh, gross beings getting kicked out. Uh, uh, finally, right, right, and, right. You know, finally, and so. But, but back to the text, just real quick, Heath. I, I know you got some. Um, that was that. That is Heath's newest, most current, most holy faith. That is his now uh, first love. That is a better yes. understanding of his first love. You know, the, the Bible says return, you know, repent, return to your first love. And, and some of you need to do that right now. Uh, this is enough juice about the word of God and Jesus and journaling and discipleship. And, and yes, someone's even being led to um, in their journal, recall the first love. Um, the Lord says at the top and at the bottom of this journal that you're going to, you're going to kind of do some brainstorming with Holy Spirit, right? I love you first. Hmm. And then at the very end of your brainstorming session, right? I love you at the bottom. Heath, wow. what you got?
0: Well, it, it, just along this line, I, I was hearing in the spirit there that um, forgiveness, there's somebody or several somebodies that need to forgive some people because forgiveness isn't about them, guys. It's about you. It's about your relationship with it God. It is a
1: but you moment.
0: It is. Forgiveness a but you is
1: a but you moment.
0: Very much so. That's so good. Very much so, because um, it hinders, if you're carrying around unforgiveness, it makes it very difficult for the Lord to forgive you. You can't come to the Lord saying, hey, forgive me of all my stuff, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to hang on to all my unforgiveness for, you know, Mary, Tom, Dick, Jane, Sally, for all the things they did to me. No, you can't do that. There's there's actually uh, biblical uh, foundations for that as far as like, don't be hanging on to the stuff. God wants you to set that free. And so it's really setting you free, not the other person. It doesn't matter whether the other person receives your forgiveness or not. It, what what matters is you and your freedom and you being set free, you drawing closer to the Lord. And then the other thing I wanted to tag in here with, you know, in the scripture, it says, build yourselves up on your most high holy faith praying in the Holy Spirit. And so again guys, when you don't know what to pray, you don't know you don't know how to come to the Lord cuz like and we've all had days on this. We've all had days where like, hey, I I don't feel like I can pray right now, Lord. I don't feel like I can worship right now, Lord. I don't have the words. Well, guess what the Holy Spirit does? And so if you pray in tongues in the Holy Spirit, he's going to submit your request for you. He's going to handle that communication for you. That's part of his job as the advocate, as your helper, as your friend. That's part of his job. And so you can pray without knowing what to pray. You can be in a moment where you're like, man, I don't, I have no idea. And I'm feeling so horrible today. I'm under attack or I've, I just sinned and I feel bad and I don't want to come to you, Lord. But guess what? You can pray in tongues in the Holy Spirit and he's going to address that issue for you because he knows what you need he lives inside you right so so because of that you can speak that way you can pray that way and again you are engaging in your faith and in your belief that god knows what you need when you do that
1: so i it's i'm going to stack on praying in the holy spirit so <laughs> uh cuz that's where that's where holy spirit has us right now and he wants me and you heath to address our maybe non tongue tongue non-tongue talking or tongue praying brother or sister okay <laughs> i have two two great words uh well i have a couple scriptures a couple thoughts to help you <laughs> know that you're in the spirit uh and in prayer maybe this maybe this con- yeah the lord showed me this concept is kind of evaded some here that's okay yeah. watch this There's a scripture. It says, be still and know that I am God. Have you ever have you ever done that before? Be still and know that I am God. Let's just do that right now. Be still. Okay. Be still. And know that I am God. Be still and know that I'm God. Some of you right now are seeing a really wide shot zoom out. I hope you do. I hope when you think of that like that and you meditate on that scripture, you see yourself get like real small on planet earth they go whoosh, and then this wide shot camera just sucks you out into space or like the view of what's going on and and the calm peace that passes all understanding starts to wrap you okay be still and know that I I, I am God okay good that's the first that's the first step. Now that you're being still and knowing that he is God watch this. I now want you to incorporate, you are born again, and you are a member now of the Trinity. You're in the Trinity. They have welcomed you by the blood of one of the Trinity members. Okay, Jesus. Okay, King Jesus, right? So, because of his gift, his sacrifice... You now are in the community of the Trinity. You now have access or awareness of the mind of Christ, depending on the person and the listener. Okay, So you have his mind, but you're in community of the Trinity. And we pause. Let's remind where we just came from. Be still and know that he is God, right? So we're not like equating ourselves with God. You know, that's that's illegal. But those two scriptures, we stack them. Do that. You now know you're in the spirit. It says pray in the spirit, right? Does it not? You now know you're in the spirit after you have maybe done some needed meditate, meditating breaks, you know, doing this meditation break and dwelling on these scriptures and, and, and meditate on these scriptures during the day. You need that break sometimes, right? That is an awareness of being in the spirit. Now talk and then listen, talk, ask questions, bring the Jesus, uh, Paul, I think says, um, and Peter, well, it's apostolic, let's call it that. It's the New <laughs> Testament. They, they bring your, bring your, bring your prayers, ask God, bring your requests. Okay. But you just meditated on, on a very central, um, centering, you know, type scripture there. Okay. Well, listen, do you really believe that you're a member of the Trinity? Do you really believe that you, I mean, we're in Christ. Christ is in us, right? Some of you know that Christ is on you, let alone that you're in Christ. Listen. He says, my sheep know, my sheep know my voice. A stranger's they run from. Practice that. That's praying in the spirit. What, what he th- was describing is also accurate. Uh, when we're praying in unknown uh, tongue, uh, it is that what we are actually saying in the spirit is feeding and seeding uh, the spiritual environment and atmosphere. And so then if you're lit- listening uh, you're going if you're listening to what's coming, uh, uh, fruit in the rich presence of God, right? Immediate like growth and fruit from that prayer, and you're listening. You're so I just described another way for someone who might not yet uh, have had that experience yet in their faith. You can also pray in the Spirit. It's by His Word. It's by His Word. He's elevated his word above his name.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, I got to stack something else on there. Okay. <laughs> so I, I know for a fact there's a couple listeners right now that have had a, a really big time finding their peace. And I, Michael said, you know, be still and know that I am God. Um, that is a great way to help you find your peace because if you, if you pause and you be still, and you know that God is God, it's gonna help you to find Jesus in the situation, wherever he is, so you can find your peace so that you can pray, or that you can regroup yourself for whatever you're you're functioning in. And this is something that doesn't, may not necessarily take a long amount of time, but I know there's a couple people that could use this uh, word of wisdom here. So, you know, be still, know that God's with you, know that you're not alone, and just pause. And as soon as you find Jesus, where he's at in your situation, you're going to find your peace and you're going to be able to move through whatever's going on. You're going to be able to answer the question or pray or worship or whatever. Like there's there's reasons that we're we're hitting on some of these things tonight. So, yeah. Well,
1: and here goes Holy Spirit totally enunciating and amplifying what we. we I, I forgot that this is the next verse. Watch this. Keep yourselves in the love of God. <laughs> Actively. Keep yourself in the love of God. Actively seek His face. You know when you're focused focused on His face, His eyes, His ears, His mouth. Okay, you're supernatural. You're walking on water. Uh, take Peter's application when he hopped out of the boat. He saw a spiritual thing. He saw the wind. He saw the wind. The Bible says he saw the wind. Man, that's powerful. Uh, apparently, it causes you to sink, and it's not as powerful as keeping your eyes on Jesus's face. Right. Okay. So here, here Jude says he enunciates this. He says, keep yourselves in the love of God. Well, there's okay.
0: also another another tag on there. Um, again, if we're if we're walking like Jesus did, and we're walking in love, because again, 1 Corinthians 13, 13, uh, part B tells us, but the greatest of these is love. And so that's how, of all the gifts that were given by the Lord, that is the greatest gift of love. So if we're acting in love, if we're mm. speaking in love, Full moving operation. in love, full operation. Then you're going to be much, much more able to keep yourself in the love of God because you're acting mm-hmm. as Jesus would be acting out of love.
1: That's really good, and I just want to say, Heath, I think you and I are moving in the most dual teaching and preaching we ever have.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: <laughs> On episode five, a the number of grace for our prophetic inclined listeners. <laughs> Um, this is amazing. Okay, watch this. Waiting anxiously, expectantly for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. Wow. This is this is kind of foreign sounding, Heath. Right. Interesting. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Waiting expectantly. Anxiously. Um like like uh like the parable of the ten virgins. Wait, you know, five had you know oil and they're waiting expectantly for the coming of the bridegroom um they're waiting there expectantly they're waiting there anxiously they're they're um they're ready and um oh. there was there were others that weren't so ready you know and yeah what do you got
0: so in looking at that at that phrase waiting expectantly um one of the definitions in biblical usage is to expect or the fulfillment of promises
1: yes when it's all made right yes all of it Everything. Keep yourselves in the love of God. So this is this is key and paramount for the waiting anxiously for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. And thank God we made it here. <laughs> I love this word mercy. Um, you know, the definition of mercy, you know, if guys, if you want to do your homework with us, we're looking at strong's number sixteen uh one six five six Okay. You can go, you can look at your definitions. You can look at your your usage there, your usage there in, in the word, which is cool. Until I got to a synonym of this mercy, and this helps us understand uh, this passage here. A synonym for this mercy, Heath, is propitiation. Mm. Wow. Two, four, three, four. Strong's number 2434, propitiation. So what we're going to do now is to help us explain, to help us understand these, these comments. Um, and 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 uh, you know subplot teaching points here like one-liners. Jude is so good with one-liners, ridiculous. So we're gonna we're gonna look at this. It's gonna help us see this mercy in a fuller light with the synonym for mercy, propitiation. By the way, this is the same propitiation that Christ is for our sins. He is the propitiation for our sins. Okay, so watch this. Verse 21, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy, for the propitiation of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. Real quick, Heath, let's turn to Jude verse 2. In Jude verse 2, we have the same thing. We have the same mercy word. Uh, May, mercy, and peace. It's, It's at the intro in blessing. May mercy and peace and love be multiplied to you. Mm. So let's, let's just like you, oh, this is so in context of what we're teaching. Just like you saw a strong Jesus or your pastor saw a strong Jesus ready to go in on your sake, for your sake. He did that and he showed you the cross and he showed you an amplification, a greater knowledge of, of what he did for us. Okay, Jude... Knowing his brother, (laughs) believing in his brother as Messiah, is in context of his brother's heart when he says, may mercy, propitiation, and peace, and love be amplified, multiplied to you. Keith, you experience a multiplication of the cross. Yes. You're you're not living in an addition of the cross. You're living in a multiplication, amplification of the cross. And it brings you to tears just talking about it. Right. Well, Jude's wishing this. He's wishing. He's wishing more. Uh, Ephesians one seventeen. Wisdom, revelation, knowledge, power, or the spirit of knowledge and wisdom and revelation um, be be multiplied to you. He's he's guys. God's bigger. He said it. God's bigger. It's okay to wish the multiplication of Jesus's propitiation on your life on the scenario yes. you're going through yeah. right now. We have apostolic blessing to do this. Jude does it. Paul does it. <laughs> Peter does it. I mean, their intros are just so, if you study the intros of these apostles, it's their whole desire, you know, before they get into the correcting, you know, that he, he refers to and stuff when, when, when we do some breakdowns of these intros. Um, um, Their whole desire is for the cross To blow to chunks and smithereens your life. Yes. Anything on that?
0: No, I just, yes and amen to that point. Like that is the whole intro. Uh, Matter of fact, I was just kind of seeing a whole new revelation about these intros where there is just so much, you know, because they're speaking from experience and their relationship with Jesus and they want people to know their Jesus how they knew Jesus, his love, his kindness, his grace, his compassion. Yeah. They wanted him to know that. And so when they right. introduce these letters. They're bringing, their
1: own, they're bringing yeah. their own revelation to this letter. They're right. ministering from their apocalypsis, their revelation of this God.
0: Yeah. So they they want they want these intros where they're talking about, you know, blessing and love and peace and mercy and all these things of Jesus. They're looking to just shoot the cross in like a torpedo and just blow up whatever is going on in that situation in your life. You know, 2000 years ago in this situation, wherever it is. That when they're talking from that revelation, that personal revelation that they had, they are looking for that bomb to drop so that you, too, can experience that same revelation, that same relationship, that same love, that same grace, that same mercy that they know that
1: Jesus is. Right. And, you know, Heath and I impart this to you guys right now. You're blessed to see the Bible in this new way. If you catch this, some of you are catching this, you're blessed to see the Bible in a new way. That's okay. That's God's plan for you. He wants to reveal himself to you in the scriptures in a completely different way. Right. It's living, it's active, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Right. It's piercing some of you right now between soul and spirit. Mm. Making straight paths for God's propitiation to blow to chunks your whole little thing. <laughs> cool. Very cool. Back to but So now that we've kind of like, you know, taught this mercy thing just a little bit and how Jude's heart is for this to like be multiplied uh, uh, magnified in your life. Okay. Psalm 34, let's come with me. Let's magnify the Lord together. Right. Okay. Watch this. So we're going to talk about some ways to spend what was just multiplied to you. Watch this. This is great. This God wants us to spend God God wants us to, um, well, divvy out the food, divvy out the two loaves, the fish,
0: Freely extend, freely give, and do freely. it, and
1: it will be multiplied. I mean, we're yes. we're miracle workers here. Yeah, I'm talking to miracle workers on the other side of the screen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't I? You know. So let's let's check this out. Uh, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy propitiation of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. Wow, to eternal life. Mm, I, I just see something else even right now. I was going to go into something, but we have to go here. Hold up. <laughs> Guys, this is the stuff of the Lord Jesus Christ that takes us to eternal life. Mm. (laughs) What we just described out to you, this is supposed to multiply in our lives. This is supposed to be life and life more abundantly into eternal life. This is the bridge. The cross is the bridge. The propitiation Jesus brought is the bridge. Whoa, it's right there. Okay. Go ahead. You got it? No, I I was just,
0: I I got this funny visual in my head as you're describing that. You know, I'm going to, I've never, I don't think I've quoted Star Wars on the show before, made a Star Wars reference, but I'm going to make one today. So like really God's love is kind of like the Death Star shooting out to destroy everything in your world. Like it is like, that is how, how big and how amazing and how strong his love for you is in these situations and how these apostles in these letters, they want you to know that kind of love. And I you love the fact that God speaks to me often through through movie clips, through song lyrics, through pictures, and that by far was my favorite visual of the day. So thank yeah. you, Lord. Yeah.
1: God is conducting uh, Star Wars wars to your world. He wants to blow apart your world. Yes. Yes. <laughs> With a big old light. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. We brought it home. Okay. So back to... Let's go to 22. Let's see if we can get out of 21. So let's talk about the mercy, the propitiation, the fuel, the grace. Let's look at some um, expenditures that the Lord would have you, uh, you know, invest in in your life. Watch this. 22. And have mercy propitiation on some who are doubting. Huh. Mm. Huh. If Christ is willing to walk through walls after, you know, being raised from the dead, raising himself up from the dead, you know, that's all in the Bible one um if Christ is willing to walk through walls for Thomas a doubter and have him experience like Heath experienced in a fresh new way in fact actually you you and Thomas have some things in common there but anyway which is really cool yes. really cool it's not bad at all so no. and and, and, and j- that's exactly the point though he I mean Jesus is not afraid of doubters and he's not it, it's not above him or below him to walk through a wall So that Thomas can have the epiphany of epiphanies. That Thomas could experience the side, experience the feet, experience the the wrists. And so that he can finally say, my Lord and my God. You know, Muslims, well, former Muslims (laughs) in Afghanistan, in Iraq, they're seeing this man in white appear in their dreams. And this is a common, like this is hundreds of thousands of people have seen the man in white over there. Okay, he has no problem appearing. Uh, to those who ask, and and and, and uh, yeah, some of them are like you know uh, Paul on the Damascus or Saul on the Damascus Road type man in white experiences. Some of them are friendly and quiet and subtle and repetitive and loving and like there's so many testimonies. If he's doing that for the Afghans and the Iraqis, like wh- why not you? Exactly. Like, it's it's okay. You, you know he loves. A doubter. He. It's okay. Um, he's doubting does not scare him away.
2: Right. He wants and you to it, use your brain, <laughs> and it
0: doesn't necessarily have to apply to your doubts either. It could be that you right. you know people in your life that have doubts or disbelief or you know just aren't really convinced that Jesus is real, and and yet you can extend like Jesus would mercy to them in their disbelief right. and their doubting.
1: Well, and so that's point one in verse twenty two is some expenditures of propitiation mercy would be the doubters okay that's 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 point in point thank you jude point in verse 22 point point in verse 23 with this funds with these funds that we get from the lord save others okay good point lord snatching them out of the fire okay okay This is some supernatural stuff. Of course, right? Of course it is. You're to put your body in the fire like Christ did. Mm. Guys, Daniel, Shadrach. Well, it might have been Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, not Daniel. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is there was one who looked like the son of God, according to uh, Nebuchadnezzar's um, witness of that scene. Uh, And that's why he called them out. But they weren't weren't burnt. They didn't smell like smoke. It's very biblical here. You're to be Christ and go into the fire to snatch um, to snatch them out. Let's see who who are we snatching out of the fire? Does it say here? I know who we're supposed to like biblically, but I'm wondering if he pinpoint who and save others, snatching them out of the fire. And some okay, so let's stop at the fire.
0: Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't expand on that.
1: This I, I wonder, Heath, what do you, what do you think about this? Let's toss this out for consideration, brothers and sisters who get themselves in the fire. I mean, I think this is in context of uh, some and others, you right. know, or both. Right. Um, but God would give you the wisdom um, in in who you're you're pulling out of fire. Okay, uh, a word of caution. Paul Paul warns. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually Paul. I want to say it's him, one of the apostles. Again, the New <laughs> Testament warns when you do snatch someone out of the fire, watch out. Because that temptation that got them in the fire. Yeah, I, I bet you this is a brother and sister. And I wonder, uh, yeah, it's got to be. Because what got them in the fire, just like just like Jesus being tempted in the desert. If you are the son of God, if you are a fire snatcher, here I come for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and so, what, be. you know, that is a, a stay close to your leaders or your, your brothers or sisters in the faith after, uh, uh, and warn them, Hey, I'm about to snatch the sky out of the fire. Hey, I just snatched the sky out of the fire. Hey, just, you know, and they're, they're loving the Lord. They're full of joy again. You know, let them know so that they got your back. You know, when the temptation comes knocking, the same thing comes knocking, the same thing that got them in the fire, uh, my, is it, Paul warns, it's go- It's going to come after you. Right. And so, um, let someone know so they can fight with you and have, and have your back. Uh, when we do these, uh, Fire snatching ministries.
0: Right. Yeah. Definitely. It pays to phone a friend.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Sharing is definitely caring in this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's point uh, two in uh, Jude. Jude's uh, out of Jude's one powerful one-liners here about mercy and propitiation. So it was multiplied to us, and then we just went over two scenarios. Here is another scenario, and uh, in in verse twenty-three, I'm going to call it part B. And on some have this mercy, this propitiation with, with, with fear. Hmm. That's interesting. We got to keep reading. We got, we need more context. Right. But, but for just a pause sake, this is holy propitiation mercy. Okay. So, so, so it is set apart. It is a, it is a supernatural, uh, driving force for caring for mercy. Great grace. Grace will do that to you. So, um, okay. And on some, have mercy with fear. Okay, interesting. Hating even the garments polluted by the flesh. This is where we get the whole, you know, love the love the pers- uh, lo- love the sinner, hate the uh, sin. hate the sin. Yeah, um, th- that's not bad. It's not bad. Um, it helps you distinguish some things. But um, Heath, what was your point that you made about this word? Uh, fear, I believe it was. Um, <clears throat> you said it had to do something with marriage.
0: Yeah, it was, um, having, um, reverence for one's husband.
1: Wow. And isn't that interesting? Um, you, you know, this supernatural ministry, uh, right. So the word of God is a sword, right? It divides between soul and spirit, bone and marrow. Well, this is a, div- and, and Heath's definition of this fear or one of the usages of this fear in, in the Bible is, is having to do with marriage, right? You know, some people right now on this broadcast need to divorce themselves from their uh, dirty clothes. Yes. <clears throat> get the, re- get. The, you know, write it out in a journal. I divorce myself from these dirty clothes. Whatever the dirty clothes are are, are uh, saying to you today, what the Holy Spirit is showing the dirty clothes are.
0: Divorce yourself. Well, and these garments, the one that they're referencing here, that, that word is the stuff that you wear closest to your skin.
1: mmm dividing so that's, that's between like your soul and spirit bone and yeah. marrow let the sword of god divorce you from from those clothes why are you married to them they're not your identity and, right. and guys sometimes it is heath right sometimes it is important to go through that discipleship process with someone in the lord because yes. he's going to show you your identity he's going to where you're going to talk about your identity um that's important because sometimes you need some more information and more clarity and less ignorance, so that you can divorce yourself from those dirty rags.
0: Right. Well, and the 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 definition for uh, polluted is to defile. Mm-hmm. So again, definitely, definitely referencing all of the all of the sin and the muck and the mire that uh, sometimes we find ourselves in in life in this yeah. particular set of mercy here.
1: And and all you religious people or Pharisees listening in uh, to us also, you're not. You're not a, this doesn't exclude you. Uh, I believe the word says something like your works are like filthy rags. Right. So, so, you know, divorce yourself from your dead old works. Like Paul, Paul said, you know, Hey, my old life in Judaism, my old life in religion, my old like works and stuff before Christ, they're like a pile of poop. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, mm, hating even the garment polluted by the flesh. Okay. So, so 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 we're to really care about the salvation of these people, we're to care about the person, we're to fear, we're to have a fear hating even the garment polluted by the flesh. Um, so we're we're supposed to go in for the gold. We're supposed to be uh, fishers of men, going for the the person. Okay. Yeah, those those are the three, Heath, actually. Yeah. Those are the three. Those are the three mercies. Guys, guys, those are great. Uh, ongoing; those are ever going until you get into glory, until you cross the Jordan. Those are going to be happening in your life. Yes. Those those acts of mercy, Lord. Right now, I just I just release a fresh understanding of the grace of God in your mercy, in your multiplied propitiation, multiplied understanding of the propitiation for our sin, the multiplied understanding, the 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 magnified understanding, the zoomed in God, Lord. We ask that you would help us make you bigger than our little stuff. Uh, you are high and lifted up. You are above everything going on in our lives. You are so much bigger than this. And yet you died for the person. You were the propitiation for our sin. You had mercy. And so, Lord, we we engage, we enact, we bless, we impart a workable, applicable, usable, bendable mercy into our listeners lives in Jesus name. Mercy is a currency. Wow. That's so powerful in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. Mm.
1: You want to grab, you want to grab the next, uh, verse there,
0: Heath? Yeah. 24. I just, I really love this verse now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling. So like Jesus can keep you from falling into sin or stumbling or catching your toe or foot up on a rock or whatever. Um, and make you stand in the presence of his glory blameless with great joy. Wow. That is that is powerful.
1: Talk about a miracle. <laughs> right? That's so good. So Yeah, that's one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible.
0: Yeah, without without blemish, um, without a spot, without that's faultless, that's unblameable. Like that's what that means to stand there. That that is incredibly powerful.
1: This is a function of Christ. This is a function of Christ. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand, to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless, without or with great joy. It reminds me, it reminds me um, the very same reason you, you, you couldn't throw the rock. You couldn't stone the woman who um, was thrown, you know, was, caught in the act of adultery where's the guy right it was caught in the act of adultery she's thrown there buck naked in front of these these guys it's a setup for jesus and he, he just goes right to their conscience and 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 he says he who is without sin cast the first stone and the wisest the oldest wisest like combo those guys were the first to leave and then the uh younger and younger and younger until all of them are gone right and then jesus says to the woman um hey so uh where are your uh persecutors where where are your where are your uh judges where's the where are the judge is at now and she says they're they're nowhere they they left and he says right i also don't judge you go and sin no more wow so you got you got hey Really, you you really are going to throw a stone, and you have sinned. Okay, let me let me just pause and write something in the sand here. Okay, okay. They start walking away. Thank God, right for those people who walked away. Wow, <laughs> right, and because um, they were about to be so busted. So, um, so so okay, so that happens. The very thing that'll keep you from from throwing the stone at someone else, the very person who will keep you from making that mistake, is the very same person who can say, go and sin no more, right? Wow. The very same person that could say and impart and bless and empower you to go and sin no more, okay? Wow, that's audacious, Michael. I thought we were sinners. I thought we were sinners saved by grace. Not exactly it there, buddy. Not exactly it. Not exactly it. No, 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 no. We're saints now. We're saints now. Saint, saint is a different uh, different world. It's a different realm. It's your identity in Christ. Uh, yeah, it is possible to go a whole day without sinning. Yes, it is. And you have this verse to argue with. You have that story, which is another story in the Bible a couple times, and, and, and that account. And then you also have this verse to argue with. You have the very purpose and function of Jesus Messiah to mess with. If you want to call yourself a sinner saved by grace, you're no longer a sinner. It's for it for that is foreign to you. That is dead. Right. It's no longer a sin anymore when you transgress. It's a transgressive. You transgress God. It's actually different than sin now. Heath, mm, we're well, on
0: something. I know. Whoa! I I just I just keep hearing in my head, you know, the, the the thing is is that yes, everybody has at some point sinned. There is nobody that is sinless other than Jesus to have walked this planet in its entire existence. But the beautiful thing about having a relationship with Jesus is you can come to him and say, hey, I have sinned. I've done X, Y, Z. And Jesus is going to go, great, I forgive you, I love you. And then he's going to take that stuff and he's going to toss that. As far as the East is from the West, it's not going to be remembered. It's not going to be he's brought the up again. He's the best
1: in the universe. Exactly. He's the best throw in the universe. Exactly. He's got the best arm, clocks in at the fastest. It's out of there. Yeah, it's so
0: out of there. And just like that, it's gone. And it's never brought up again. He doesn't hold that against you. There is no record of wrongs. When you look at what's what he's looking at, it's, are you living a life to chase after him? Are you living a life to get yourself and others into the kingdom? Is your name in the Lamb's book of life? That's the only record there is, to my knowledge, that your name is recorded in that book, that you're welcome in heaven, that you're part of the family. Everything else He's not going to turn around later next week when you lose your temper and go, oh, look, Michael, you were angry again. Didn't we talk about that? No, he's
1: not going to do that. He forgot it the moment you confessed it. So I'm led to say this. So he speaks and everything is created. Yes. But he throws it in the sea of forgetfulness. That is a strong comparison. He throws your sin. It's in the sea of forgiveness. He spoke, and everything was. Think about this universe. Forget about the stuff you don't see right now in the spirit. Let's, let's think. Forget about the other realms right now. Just the just the 3D realm we're in right now. Okay, it's expansive. It's it's an elaborate creation of God. It it is expanding. It keeps on going in 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 certain ways. Okay, he spoke, and that was created along with all the other spiritual realms there too, and heavenly places. But he throws your sin hard. As far as the East is from the West, see of forgetfulness. Okay. These are just amazing pictures to describe the the hate, <laughs> the holiness of God and the hate of sin. Right. I mean, it's just that what an exertion of God to get it out of there. Wow. 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 Um, again, we got to read 24 just to recap what we just dived into. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you, to make you, to make you Stand in his in the in the presence of his glory, blameless. Thank God, he's the author and perfecter of our faith. Right, blameless with great joy. Pfft, cherry on top, oh. with great joy uh, to the only God, our Savior, Jude's brother, his Savior, our Savior, through Jesus, my brother, through Jesus Christ, Messiah, our Lord. Be this is an aspect of His being. Glory. Glory is an aspect of his being. Majesty is an aspect. He is so majestic. He is. He is majestic. He is majesty manifested. That is an aspect of his being. His dominion is an aspect of his being. His kingdom is an aspect of his being. And authority. His authority exudes. It's an aspect. It's a manifestation of his being. Before all time. Hallelujah. That all that was before all time started. And now. Currently. It's full in operation now. In our present time. And forever, the future, and ongoing, he will be. He will be himself forever. He will be himself forever. How how is he going to be someone else? You know, to the fluctuating person and to the fluctuating life scenario. You know, life changes and our personalities change. We may have depression uh, for for a season. We may not have depression for a season. Thank God that... Yeah, God is healing depression right now. God is, if you are this far in the video, good job. God is healing your depression right now. May, may, May the hidden manna in the word of God feed you. May his presence just shatter your depression right now in Jesus name. Wow. If your depression is gone, like in the next few days or whatever, you want to test that, do it, do a faith test, you know, see if the depression is still around. It will be. We're talking about an absolute healing here. Write us, write us. Yes. Write in, tell us it's gone that you received this healing of depression because of the ongoing, ever being, forever and ever, before all time, now and forever, person, the being of Jesus. His authority, uh, his dominion, his majesty, his glory has shattered someone's depression. Mm, amen. We're gonna amen. conclude on that. Amen. Amen. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Like, are you with Holy Spirit? No, amen that's all from the word guys. That was through, that was miracle science, wonders, teaching all the stuff, evangelism out of the flow of the Bible and his word.
0: Right. Well, and I, I want to just jump back really quick because I know there might be a a person or two that got hung up on the phrase to make you stand in the presence of his glory. Mm. And I just want to address that. It's not, you're, you're being forced in any kind of way, but it's a, it's a, causal relationship for what just happened with your relationship with him you are you're being basically cleansed and presented as one who doesn't hesitate who doesn't waver who has a steadfast mind who is safe um, unharmed, you're prepared, you're immovable, you're a foundation, like all these words as I'm reading this this definition here. Um, so it's not a, you know, you're being forced against your will or anything. It's more of a representation of who you are, your cleanliness state, your um, forgiven state, your um, kingdom presence to stand there in royal robes um, with and before the Lord.
1: I love how you said causal. Mm-hmm. Man, that's good. <laughs> Man, grace is causal. <laughs> it's not cheap. Grace, God's grace is causal. Uh it'll make you do stuff. Why? Right. You you said yes to Jesus. Why wait? Right. Amen. Amen. Wow. Okay, guys.
0: So that concludes our study of the book of Jude. And I hope that you guys actually have liked this series. I know it was a little different than what we normally do. But again, this type of uh, discipleship line by line, you know, really uh, living, active, breathing word of God study uh, was something that you don't see a whole lot of. And so we wanted to to demonstrate that because we've talked about some of these things before many times in our previous broadcasts. And so... Um, you know certainly if you have questions if you have concerns if you have you know if you were healed of some things you received new revelation uh please share that with us we'd love to we'd love to know what you guys are thinking and uh, especially if you were healed we'd love to have that testimony you know i was thinking as michael was talking about that that you know we overcome a lot of things in the world uh because of his blood and the word of our testimony revelation 12 11 and uh we believe in testimony so much here at rocky mountain Revival radio and we know that there is power in your testimony so if you were healed you were saved you were something today uh, that you weren't before today um write us you can write me at host.heath at rmr.live or you can use the contact us form on the website but again reach out to us because we'd love to hear from you um and with that michael do you have any final thoughts on all of this series
1: yeah jesus wants to prove himself like you know i was thinking about it honestly uh, you know it's having kind of a conversation with the lord in the shower as one does <laughs> and yes, and, um, he was showing me he wants to prove himself to people. Uh, what has stopped that is bad doctrine. What do I mean, what do I mean by that? Well, what did he mean by that? We're in an age where we need to partner with God's effort to prove Himself to people. Let the healing flow from your ministry. Mm. Let the deliverance flow from your ministry. Let the prophecy flow from your ministry. Uh, are there any other uh, needed? Um, basic Christian ministry things that I could list off right now. I mean, he was, he was saying, he was telling me to say this to you guys. If you guys like evangelism, prove Jesus is real. I mean, do you believe he'll do it? I mean, I I would kind of like, it was almost like God's heart was for um, the proofs that he taught. John the Baptist, some of his disciples came uh, on behalf of him while he was in prison. And, you know, or, you know, on behalf of John asked Jesus, are you the Messiah or someone else to come? Jesus goes, yeah, look at this. (laughs) Watch this. Hey, you heard of this? And he was talking about the miracles. He's talking about, you know, blind eyes are open. uh, Deaf ears are open. uh, People are walking. People are talking because they were, you know, mute and they couldn't walk. Uh, Go and tell John that. And, um, you know, and I do believe John received that. I really do. Um, He he knew his Bible. (laughs) John the Baptist was was powerful, and, uh, and Jesus said that. But even John uh, was was uh, well. I'm going to teach you like this too, because honestly, this is so powerful. Just real quick, Heath. John was seeing a powerful revelation of Messiah. He was seeing a powerful revelation of Christ. But he did, and thank you, Lance Wall for for bringing this to the world, to the church. But he did, he did see. A, a powerful manifestation of Christ in 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 baptism of fire and and uh, how he describes Messiah, how John the Baptist teaches and preaches Messiah is to come and and he's not worthy to tie his sandals and all these things. That second coming, Jesus was helping him with the first coming understanding. You know these signs are following. You know, and then he lists off the signs and and go go to John and tell him that. You know, and so. I, I say all that because Jesus is still proving himself and desires uh, to prove himself not only to you. He'll do both in a moment. He'll have you work a miracle, and the person will be blessed, and he, he's going to be feeding you big time, too. You'll be like, oh, I just partnered with Jesus. That, that person's leg is now healed. Uh, that cancer is gone. He wants to prove himself to you and to others. So, Heath, I mean, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I can't top that. Um <laughs> No, that's that's really that's really good. Um you know, as you were talking I was just, you know, kind of to back that point up, you know, Jesus gave us the great commission. Uh, you know, in Matthew, Matthew 10, is that where it is? And and then we, we hear in, in John 14, 12, that we're supposed to go out as part of the Great Commission and not only make disciples of people, but we're supposed to do the same miracle signs and wonders that Jesus did, but greater. And so you have that authority. If you are in a relationship with Jesus, you are chasing after him, you've accepted him in, you're... You're chasing after him with everything you got. You can go out in your personal ministry. In your, you know, we went over the seven mountains series a while back. Whatever your mountain is where you're called to, that you have influence, you can operate in that mountain and go do those things like Jesus did and then some. So the fact that Michael's talking about, hey, you can save somebody or heal cancer or help someone grow back a leg or whatever, the Holy Spirit working through you, that is true biblical things, there are those two verses right there, give you that authority in Christ Jesus to go out and do the things he did. And so you should be seeing fruit of your personal ministry, your relationship with him. You know, it's not just about telling others about Jesus or your amazing church or whatever whatever your thing is it's about making disciples so again being discipled yourself or discipling others or you know going out and evangelizing and and reaping the fruits that are there um you know teaching preaching whatever your thing is whatever god's called mm. you to do there should be some evident fruit if you are well, in we're partnership disciples of with Jesus
1: Heath, mm. I mean dude it's it's actually kind of funny if we're disciples of Jesus, which you're supposed to be. Right. If you're, if you're a follower of Jesus, you're you're a disciple, right? Well, at some point in that journey, Jesus like told them just like you said, "Now it's your turn to do the stuff." And they went out and they did the stuff and it blew their minds. So much of so where Jesus has to say, "Okay, but we're not just supposed to rejoice about the miracles. We're supposed to rejoice that this is a great sign that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life." right so so go out and show the world jesus right if you're not there in your discipleship with him let's be honest about that and let's also be honest about what the bible says that these men their the men and women uh their process at some point with jesus was to go out and do the stuff that's not me i am the messenger this is the stand Oh, oh green screen this is the standard
0: Right. Well, and just as a, I guess, a final reminder to everybody, you know, he doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. And so Mm -hmm. he's going to equip you to do what he needs you to do. You just have to stand up and say, I'm here, pick me. Um, I'm here, I surrender to you. Whatever that verbiage sounds like for you, that that choice needs to be made. And once that happens, he's going to start equipping you. He's going to start bringing people into your life to help sharpen your blade, to help... uh, Adjust your armor so that you're ready to go out and get on the field where he needs you to be. Because we're all in the game, but there just happens to be a whole lot of people that are choosing to ride the pine instead of getting out on the field and doing the work that we're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, this is where faith actually, this is where the rubber hits the road, guys. This is where faith actually gets you off the bench and and you lay a hand on, on someone and then something happens. And um it's very simplistic, but yet that's a lot of the time how it happens. And uh so yeah, Heath, I this is this is super powerful today how Jude ended and how the Holy Spirit would have us end in that study. And and the word of the Lord is active, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Mm, if we did jude over again guys we'd give you a completely different series i just need to make that point we could literally hey next week hey jude part one watch this (laughs) right it'd be completely different because the bible's alive it's living right
0: that is so true that is so true um you know i know we've said several prayers throughout this but there's one important one um that I want to bring up. Um, I know that we, we made a decision a while back to make sure that we were going to extend an offer to people in every broadcast that we did uh, both on Waymaker and on Rocky Mountain Revival Radio that, that we wanted to make you an offer that you couldn't refuse, or maybe one you've debated for a while, but haven't been willing to make or haven't chosen to make for whatever reason. And this offer is one that's going to completely change and transform your life. And this this segment here has become one of my favorite in our broadcast, because I know every time we do this, there are people's lives being changed, that there is a prompting in someone's life that the Holy Spirit is pushing really hard that today is the day you make this decision. And and so we would be doing you, our listeners, a a disservice if we didn't offer you a personal relationship with Jesus. If you don't have one, you can have one. It's very simple. And today... I believe is the day if you don't have that relationship today's the day for you today is the day for you to decide I've had enough of trying to do it on my own I've had enough of trying to live the way I've been living or trying to kick this addiction or trying to deal with this mental health or this trauma or this you know baggage from my past whatever it is and you need help today's the day you can have that help there is freedom in Jesus and I can't say that enough there is freedom and so if today you're ready to make that decision we're going to ask you to say this very simple prayer because that's all it takes to get started. It is a simple prayer. And unless you're driving, we're going to ask you to bow your head and close your eyes. And you're just going to repeat this after me. And you're going to say, Dear God. Dear God. I know that I have sinned.
1: I know I have sinned.
0: But I believe. But I believe. That Jesus died in my place.
1: Jesus died in my place. And God. God.
0: You raised him from the dead.
1: You raised him from the dead.
0: So Jesus, I confess.
1: So Jesus, I confess. That you are Lord. You're Lord.
0: Please be the Lord of my life. Please be the Lord of my life. Wash away my sin. Wash away my sin. And give me the power to follow you.
1: Give me the power to follow you.
0: Amen. Amen. Now, guys, if you said that simple prayer, we believe you were born again. And we'd love to share in that with you because the Bible tells us that anytime somebody chooses and accepts Jesus as their Savior, there is a party going on in heaven right now. Because yeah. you made that decision. There is a huge party. Huge party going on right now because you made that choice and we don't want you to to be alone in that so let somebody know and if you don't have anybody you can share it with you can write us at prayer at rmrr.live and we'd be happy to celebrate with you and welcome you to the family we got a little packet of stuff we can email over to you of course the next step after that is going to be to get yourself into a good bible believing bible teaching holy spirit filled church because again you made a decision that um the enemy is not going to be happy with he's going to try to to change your mind and we, we love you enough that we want to support you through that, and and so get get into church. And if you don't have one, you don't know where one is, you can write me at host.heath at rmr.live, and I'd be more than happy to help you find one in your area. We've got some online resources, too, we can plug you into in the meantime. But either way, we want you to be getting fed and, and supported in your decision today. And with that, guys, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, today and even throughout this series. And as a reminder, if you liked uh, this teaching and the content we produced today, uh, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family, your loved ones, your sisters, cousins, nephews, former roommate, uh, your co-workers, because sharing is caring, guys. Sharing is caring. And remember to check out rmrr.live for all the latest information and updates about the show. Like and subscribe to the show's YouTube page because guys, the majority of our listeners are not subscribed. And I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that, because subscribing gets you notifications anytime we release content. Any content on that channel, you get notified. So like and subscribe, click the bell, join join the party. Um, make sure to follow us on all the socials Facebook, Twitter, Truth, uh, Rumble, Twitch, all the things we're out there. You guys know that. Podcast listeners, we want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every week, spending time with us and the Lord. You guys have turned this into a global ministry, and we can't thank you enough for that. If you uh, would like a comprehensive list of the podcast providers that we are partnered with, there will be a link in the show description down below, or you can find that on the website as well. Um, we do have a, 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 I believe now that Stitcher's closed, there's a Eleven different partners that we're partnered with uh, for podcast feeds and you can tune in that way if you don't want to tune in through YouTube or Rumble and guys, you know nobody ever likes talking about money in ministry but I gotta tell you that um, we can't do some things without your support, and if you feel like the Holy Spirit's talking to you, you love the content we're producing, and you feel led to donate to the show, there are links to do so on the website. They're going to be down below Michael and I, and I'm even going to pop some stuff up on your screen. They're also going to be in the show description down below. Of course, all of our donations are going to hosting fees to software equipment. We do partner with some other ministries and some other events, some other things, and so we do give to those as directed. Um, And just as a reminder, we do have the Tithely app, guys, and that's a one-stop shop where you can set up a one-time donation, a recurring donation, but you can also choose where your donations go. So if you like some of our guest speakers we've had on previously, you can donate to those specific speakers, and we will give that money directly to them. Um, if you want to support the equipment fund or or some of the other things, they're, they're all broken down on the Tidely app, and so you can just go right in, uh, quick and easy to do, and you can direct where those funds go, and we'll apply it accordingly. And guys, remember to get yourself into a good Bible-believing Bible teaching. Holy Spirit-led church, plug into groups and discipleship opportunities, and serve in any way you can. Thank you again for joining us. Have a great week, and of course, be blessed.
1: And also, Heath, thank you so much for thinking about that sweet person. She was such a good roommate.
0: Yes, she was, totally.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: For listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio.